Welcome to Behavior Babes Podcast, presented by me, Dr. Amanda Kelly. Hi, today we're joined by Josh. Josh, are you there? I am. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Do you mind starting us off with an introduction and let everyone know who's on the line today? Sure. So uh, my name is Josh Cobbs, and I hail from the uh, heartland of uh, America, if you will, in uh, sunny-ish Iowa right now. So, and um, I am a father to uh, three great kids and uh, married to my wife, Tina, for uh, many a year. And um, our middle guy, uh, Noah, has autism, and uh, he just turned 18. So, um, you know, my my uh, introduction or uh, into um, the world that, that you dabble in, I, I guess dabble isn't the right word, that you live in, is, um, you know, through uh, our son getting services using ABA. And and um, as we've continued on our journey, we've met more families and more um, individuals that, um, you know, we just have a common bond with. So I'm super stoked and, and really happy to be on the call and, and uh, talk to you on your podcast. I can't wait for uh, for this conversation. Josh, I'm really looking forward to these conversations today as well and really want to thank you again for joining us on the podcast. I know it started because of your son, but how did you end up so politically involved as you have been? Yeah, well, so, um, you know, we probably started like many people did. We thought, well, okay, we've got a diagnosis, and so now we can go and get uh, treatment that's recommended. And we found out at that time that that treatment was not um, available, especially in our region at that time. There just weren't really any behavior analysts Um at that time. And so um, we had reached out and um, we have co-ops here or AEAs, which are educational associations. And, and um, we had got initially turned on to a grant from the Department of Ed that was talking about this magical world of applied behavior analysis for families. And it was a uh, grant study. And so if you were selected, there was one, you know, they were going to do 15 families, three from New Jersey, three from Iowa, and three from or uh, uh, five, five, and five. So five from New Jersey, five from Iowa, five from Florida. And so we applied to be part of that. Our guy was pretty small. He he met the criteria. And, um, you know, so we had behavior analysts who flew up to our house. And it was such, looking back on it, such an interesting experience because you're thinking, you know, we had to teach them how smart he was, right? Because, you know, he communicated in different ways. And looking back on it, it's like, that was kind of a, Probably a silly approach uh, for us because who determines what smart is and what isn't? But at that time, as parents, um, you really wanted to impress, like, look, he knows all this cool stuff. He knows, um, you know, how to say his letters or colors or whatever it may be. And he, you know, wasn't super verbal at the time, so we were really trying to extract that out. Um, Kind of fast forward because you don't need the whole history. But anyway, we were um, initially denied participation. We lobbied very hard to get into that. Um, we ended up getting in the grant. Um, then uh, I was fortunate enough to testify at a, a federal hearing on the um, progress that our family saw, and that kind of. And I've always been politically kind of motivated. Like that's my that's my uh, bachelor's degree is in political science. So I've always kind of had a leaning towards that because I believe if you do things right, um, you, policy can positively impact people. And so, um, and that's kind of how I got. Uh, you know, I left that meeting and um, at that or at, at that hearing, uh, 
Bob Wright testified, Bradley Whitford, some other folks. And, and so I said, hey, how do I do more of this? And they put me in touch with, with uh, some folks from uh, Autism Speaks and, you know, and just kind of snowballed from there, if you will. Curious, Josh, what role do your children or your family, what role specifically does Noah play in his advocacy? And how do you um, advocate for him? How do you know what he wants? Um, so when we when we advocate for Noah, um, we're like a, you know probably many parents who have kids who are more impacted, if you will. I I typically don't say you know higher or lower functioning because again I think he just interacts with the world in a different way. And so, um, but he's come to many of the the hill days in Iowa in Des Moines, and and so some of the things that we were able to do here in Iowa is. Um, through legislative efforts, we had the first uh, Governor's Council on Autism, which I was fortunate to chair for, for several years. We did a report on some school studies or on um, school services and, and, and load. Um, last year, I think it was last year, it might have been, it was last year, holy smokes, um, it took us about a decade, but we finally got coverage for kids like, uh, with, uh, like, with kids like Noah for coverage, so, um, and that's always piecemeal. So, um, and I often say, you know, Noah has choices. And so, um, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, later, but we have a small little startup that we're working on. I'm an entrepreneur at heart, and so I like to start things. And um, I like business and so forth. And so um, kind of sprung out of that, and now he's helping with some of the packaging. But he still has choices in that. Um, there's days where he's like, I, you know, I'll say, hey, we've got to go package a couple games or a couple shirts, and he'll say, no, thank you. And I'll say, okay, because his voice has meaning. And so now there are times, of course, where it's like, yeah, you, you got to do some stuff. So, um, you know, and it's kind of a family affair. Our whole family has went to Des Moines, um, super proud of our other kids who stick up for him when, when he can't stick up for himself. And that's what it takes. It takes everybody kind of rowing the boat in the same direction. Josh, you talked to us briefly about your company, this new endeavor you've got going, Joyancy. Can you tell us more about that? Joyancy actually started out um, initially, um, my my degree, uh, master's is in human service counseling with a focus in life coaching. And I specifically did that um, when I went back to, because I needed help managing <laughs> myself, right? Setting good expectations, setting reasonable boundaries, um, understanding that, living a well-filled life doesn't mean that it's absent from pain or that it's absent from, you know, maybe not positive things happening, but how do you live your best well life in, in the moment that you can with the information that you have? So um, started that out. So um, working with, you know, different families with coaching classes and how to set, you know, reasonable and measurable goals and those types of things. Um, then started doing some uh, workshops and public speaking for, uh, co-ops and educational centers and things like that. And as as that kept going, that you know, it was a few years, um, I always had the plan on building more into the business to make it a place where, as Noah aged, hopefully he could find some role in that. And so um, this summer actually was our first kind of physical product launch, if you will. And uh, we settled when I say we, uh, I settled on tailgating games. Noah can't run any machinery or anything like that. And I did that for a couple reasons. Um, first, um, it was a relatively easy entry after some trial and error. 
Um, second, it was something that we would do ourselves. Like we could play that with Noah or even, frankly, some folks who are maybe a bit elderly because you can, you can adjust the distance of the games or adjust how you play to make them fit all abilities, which is something that we're pretty passionate about. And lastly, I want him to have a pathway to do something um, other than maybe just going to dayhab or just hanging out and, you know, rewinding or whatever it may be. So um, we always say we make premium products with purpose where we let joy be your currency. And so um, we sell everything from giant uh, yard dice to tailgating dominoes to uh, cornhole boards. Um, we actually just started um, at the first of the year with our tailgating line T-shirts. We, as, as of tonight, just released a new T-shirt. And, and again, those are all things that, you know, Noah can help with packaging. Because my initial thought was, well, maybe that dude can pick some colors, right, for some of our games. He got really stuck with only picking green for the most part. And so, okay, that's not the right fit. And then, you know, you just kind of keep trudging along until you find – what what may work for him. And, um, you know, again, will he package everything 100%? No. Will he package most stuff as much as he can? That's the goal. Um, I'm fortunate in our household, my wife is also a CCPA, so she can, she can help me set up some of the, the shipping stuff so it makes sense, so it's organized. Um, that's not my gift. And so, um, you know, that's kind of in a nutshell, the whole thing, and, and often people will say, well, what's your, what's your goal? Well, my goal is to build a sustainable business that employs people, and not just people with autism, but just all people of all abilities. And so, you know, in my magical land, I want somebody there um, as a job coach on site, but also as a, just a coach in general for NOAA and for our other people that we may hire who don't have autism like the supports that we put in place for kids or adults with autism i believe are often needed for most of us we just look at them differently they function differently but having a well a well-placed support system is just good for everyone i know that you also have some other side activities and things that you do um you had mentioned to me a bit about a podcast that is going to be rejuvenated perhaps in the near future <laughs> But, uh, I, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to hear more about about that and about your experience and sort of what what what's the benefits or what 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 do you get out? What do you why do you do that podcast? What do you enjoy about it? Yeah, so um, I am a slow but avid runner, and so um, the podcast which rolls up underneath the Joy and the Umbrella, but if you search for it out on Facebook, it is postcards from the run, and it was more so of you know, double meaning. First of all, it's about running a little bit here and there. It's not a heavy running or it's like I'm not winning any like marathons or anything. Like I'm the guy that goes out the night before, maybe has a drink or two, knowing that he's not going to win the marathon or half marathon and enjoying it. But then also to tell stories uh, about, you know, our journey or others' journey. Um, we talk to um, moms and dads who are on similar paths. Um, I've had health coaches on there before who don't have anybody in their lives with autism, but just are really super cool and, and excellent to talk about health and wellness. And, and I, cause I think that's so powerful for us as um, parents and providers um, is often we forget like, dude, we got to put our own, our own oxygen mask on first 
before we try to save the world. Um, and so, you know, it's really just a broad sweeping, you know, we've talked everything from uh, uh, how to date. You know, we've done an episode with a, with a mom who was single um, but has uh, uh, special needs kiddos in her life. That's a, I don't have that experience, by the way. I've been married to my wife for a couple decades. <laughs> so, but there are people out there who have that experience. And so for me, that was super important to kind of get that out there. Um, we've talked to, to uh, you know, other folks who um, just, you know, uh, authors or have kids who maybe are um, in different places when it comes to, to that. We have a couple episodes that we – or one episode we haven't released yet, and it's been it's been in the can for a while, but it's going to start talking about how to access um, spirituality for families because that's something a lot of families struggle with. Um, and so it's just kind of <laughs> probably very similar to your uh, podcast, to be honest with you. I want to talk to cool people who are doing fun stuff. And then also, you know, have some difficult conversations on, on occasion. You know, uh, my wife and I did one uh, where we were interviewed from – uh, Tony, who is on one of our mini episodes, and he he interviewed my wife and I about marriage and having somebody in your life with consistent needs. So that that's you know, and again, I think similar to yourself, I just want to put stuff out there that helps and you know that makes makes sense to people who are in similar situations. So um, and and most of my stuff is very balanced. And like we'll uh, we'll you know do a Friday fill up where we talk about boundaries or talk about like how to you know we're so quick as people to forgive everybody or give other people compassion, but we very rarely give it to ourselves. And so you know I, I just kind of range the gamut and and um, as you can tell I, I like to talk so <laughs> that's an outlet. You and me both, Josh. I think we're on to something there. Podcasts are great for people who like to have conversations, and how cool that we get to share these conversations with others. So, Tina, your wife is now a board-certified behavior analyst. Congratulations, Tina. Tell us, what role did your son's autism play in that, or at what point in the journey did she decide to go back to school or to go to school and become a behavior analyst? So, um, she just finished her... Uh, master's and her BCBA coursework in the last year and a half. Um, and so for us, um, we're builders in general and leapers is how I often describe us. Like um, we were, uh, we founded an autism center here in our town because there wasn't one. And we decided, okay, we're either moving or no one's going to have to get services. And FYI, he was like one of the, last kids in the building because we couldn't get insurance to cover at the time. And frankly, he had more needs than some of our initial kiddos. And so, you know, I think it was always in her mind of if, if we can't get services, we have to provide them ourselves. And we're not, you know, frankly, I don't think we're that unique. There's a lot of families who do that because they have to. There's either not enough people providing services or the wait lists are super long or insurance doesn't pay and here's the deal. Our kids live a normal age and lifespan. So um, now I, I always jokingly say that she went back to change my behavior, but that ship has sailed. And <laughs> but, but, 
but we were both kind of late goers, if you will, to school. So we both went back late. Um, I just, you know, in the last two to three years completed my master's. And so, um, you know, because life happens. And then you, you look and you say, okay, what do we need to do? And she's a special ed teacher um, at a elementary school. And, you know, just that's her calling. And she's super good at the behavior piece and super good at understanding those things. And so, you know, I uh, where, wherever anybody falls on the spiritual spectrum, I think we both got the people we needed. And uh, that's what makes it pretty awesome. So, um, I no, I don't mind sharing at all. Well, it's really incredible and really a benefit to the field that Tina has joined the ranks of behavior analysts and really the unique subset of individuals who are parents, who are passionate, who ended up being propelled there very much for the same reasons that you went forward and have done a lot of the things that you've done. So really incredible to hear about uh, your journey, and I appreciate you sharing. You'd mentioned a little bit about Noah's siblings and um, how old how old are your your other children and sort of what what are some of their interests and what what are things you guys maybe do together that's not connected to autism? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, right? So I I I'll be as I'll probably be a little open or not as open on that because they're adult ish and they have their own choices. But um, we got a 26 year old who is. Uh, um, super great, has a lot of interests like me, so that's <laughs> comic books, you know, movies, those types of great things. And then um, actually both Noah and Sydney, our youngest, will graduate this year. Um, so we have been uh, off uh, touring the world, if you will. Well, not really, but touring college campuses that uh, she has an interest in. And, and um, you know, I think, you know, thank you again for bringing up the sibling piece because it's so important. Um, that siblings often, you know, not intentionally, but it's not always easy. And, and so, um, you know, we try to do kind of one-offs, if you will, like there's certain things that, that, um, uh, you know, our daughter may like to do that, that we just go and do, you know, maybe the three of us initially, you know, you try to balance it out so they each get time. Um, she's also a teenager, so there's a lot of texting involved and not a lot of talking. And, <laughs> And then, you know, my oldest uh, son, I mean, he's he's great. He's in the IT field. He, he's very good at that stuff. And, and um, you know, we're very fortunate that, that again, I think we got the, the people that made the family fit because they're also protectors. Um, you know, they're not only protectors, but the cool thing is is to, to watch them, you know, treat Noah like Noah. Like sometimes, dude, that's just – not cool, and you just got to do it, right? So they'll they'll push them in different ways that that uh, maybe you know we don't always do, and so that's it's nice to see that rapport and that that love and care because honestly, um, we don't need people to um, be sympathetic to him, right? Like often, you know, we'll say, "Oh, Noah has autism," and somebody will say, "Oh, we're so sorry." I'm like, "Well, he's not he's not gone." just has autism. And so what I need you to be is empathetic. How can we help? What does that look like for your family? You know, but, and I also get that. They're not coming at it, uh, you know, coming at it from a place of malice. It's just, that's a natural reaction. I'm so sorry. I'm like, okay, what can we do? So, you know, our, 
we've been pretty lucky. Um, we, you know, we have, we have things like any family, but right now we're in like full on like double graduation mode. So, um, Fizz actually uh, graduating a year early to, uh, to kick off her college career and, and, It'll be kind of cool to see both her and Noah walk across the stage at the same time. So, and then he'll go on to an extended program after that. So, um, not quite sure what that looks like. We got to check those things out, make sure they meet the uh, the uh, criteria, if you will, of, of not just hanging out, but actually gaining some skills and so forth. Cool, and congratulations to both Noah and Sydney. That's exciting to have two graduates in a family. Wow. And have lots of uh, yard games to play. <laughs> Exciting is <laughs> a word, or or nerve wracked is the other. But what, however you want. Depends who you ask, right? The parents or the teens. Yeah, um, that's right. Well, wonderful, Josh. I appreciate you joining us today um, and having an opportunity to share with us your journey. Before we end the call today, can you again just? Please mention your company, a web address, anything else that you'd like to leave listeners with. Sure. I, 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 thanks so much for that. So um, they can hit us up on all the major social platforms. So on Facebook, uh, we're at uh, Jointy LLC. Instagram, it's Jointy. Um, our website is Jointy.com, and that's J-O-Y-E-N-C-Y.com, which, by the way, just a little nugget, um, I came up with that because that's joy plus currency kind of smashed together. Because too often we trade on negative currency when we could be using positive things uh, to trade on. So that's kind of where that name came from. People, people will ask that. And, and I look forward. Um, come out, check it out. Uh, the website has uh, blogs on there. It has positive things on there. And if you have a question, ask us. It's super nice to, to know and to hear and to showcase the person behind the business <laughs> and behind the um, sort of the whole product and to hear the story behind it, I think is also really incredible. And not just that, you know, it's not just a nice story, Josh, it's, it's inspirational for people who need to know what path to start to pursue or to consider. And it's also really helpful to show, um, you know, sometimes there's an opportunity because we have a gap or in Hawaiian, we would say a puka in the system and it's up to us to fill it. And why not fill it with love and joy? I really do appreciate learning that about the definition uh, or the, the meaning behind the name. Um, thanks again for joining us on today's podcast. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. And for anybody who would like to learn more information about applied behavior analysis, you can go to www.behaviorbabe.com. <laughs>